Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity to share your word with those around us. Uh, may today's discussion be a one that brings glory to your name in more ways than one. May we talk and may we share so that the people can see your glory and your message and why it is true, why it is life, why it is the way. Forgive us for all our sins and let us always be able to turn back around to you when we veer in the wrong path. This I pray in Jesus' name. Welcome to Cross Discourse, where music, culture, and life are discussed across the media spectrum weekly. To help you live a godly life, cross discourse, Christ is culture. Can't you realize? Can't you see? There's a pattern to all that lives, an order, an arrangement. She had a heart and a brain. And her spirit was in both, not in one or the other. No. Let's go. Welcome back. Settle down, settle down. You guys are great. You're great. Our next guest, hailing from the city of Brotherly Love, is Daryl Bell Jr., a.k.a. Stephen the Levi. Give it up for us, Stephen the Levi. I want to talk about my... So, I'll be back. One of the greatest temptations I'm facing right now Is getting lazy with my style and saying I ain't appreciating Mike's town I serve too small a market, I need a larger target You know a broader audience, who spend the dollars on this? And as of right now, this temptation for making some crazy statements Complaining, but I know how pride sounds I'm everybody's favorite, maybe one of the greatest The peak of every playlist, you'd be a lame to hate this But the truth is it's foolish to say this So please bear with my foolishness, cause I've concluded Stupid or fake it, I Google my name too much Think that my fame is just, but still it ain't enough I need to make some bucks, but not in the greedy sense I just wanna appease the IRS and pay off our debts I don't need to be rich I'm fighting to be a man, trying to lead the fam Trying to please the fans, writing to feed the lambs But I feel the pressure to dumb it down I'm from the underground, but to sell I gotta come with that southern sound And be fake as a toupee, got me feeling like Lupe This is not how I do things, I just gotta be Masses. I do this for God, myself, and anyone else who can see the talent So if you dig it cool, if you ain't with it cool It wasn't meant for you, it's for the kids who do And I know that I can be an elitist Cause I'm a backpacker, the mad rapper who is being redeemed It's still in my DNA As I kill it, I'm being saved I'm not willing to be enslaved My opinions of people swayed By the radio or the garbage on it Call it what you want, I'm an artist 
What's up? It's your boy Anonymous coming to you with another episode of Cross Discourse. Listen, that was uh, Stephen the Levite. He's, uh, I guess, he's based out of California, maybe from by way of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's a new song called Temptation. Actually, it's not a new song. It's a new song for me. It's also new for you if you've never heard of him. But that was recorded way, way, way back in. Um, 2013 and if you are listening to this uh, it'll be Tuesday uh, June 29th that actually was posted on YouTube June 28th 2013 so almost exactly eight years ago and that song is a beast I really like that song and I got that off of YouTube it's a video uh, called Stephen the Levite Temptation official music video if you're interested and listening to him email me at crossdiscourse at gmail.com i'll see if i can find anything else actually there is another song called peach fuzz that i really like i might even play that a little bit today today is one of those rambles i'm just going to ramble today but before i get into my ramble i think um i always like to give you guys a bible verse and it is coming from the book of romans romans chapter 7 verses 14 through 24 it goes like this we know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate to do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, 
It is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death. I think that is a very poignant, poignant 11 verses coming from the book of Romans because I'm going to tell you straight up and down, I am full of sin. That's why I call myself anonymous. You're not listening to some uh, person who wants to be known in, in terms of wants to become some famous uh, pastor or some famous person out there that is just like, um, you know, want the glory for himself. No, that's not what this is about. This is about God. This is about God and his glory and what he wants. He wants us to worship him. And I just feel like you know, a lot of times with a lot of things that are going on right now, so many people are focused on um, getting glory for themselves. And I and, that, and that's really why I'm rambling today. That's really what this is all about. Um, a couple things came up. Um, you know, I've mentioned Kev on stage before. Um, Kev on stage is a comedian. Um, pretty good one. I like him. For the most part, he's clean. He's kind of delved a little bit into that... Uh, I guess, uh, sex because he's married. He feels like he can do it. He's used the N word. Um, he had, or I don't know if he does anymore, but he used to have these, uh, COVID related stand up comedy tours where people stand ups would come in and do their bits and they were full of foul language. Um, and uh, you know, he's, he's obviously a Christian. I think he, uh, used to be a, a pastor at one point. Um, and the man has kind of blown up really, uh, he's been on some TV shows and he's done some really good things. Um, but not too long ago, um, I came across a, a video of his where he said, church girls will give the draws up if you worship God. Right. And he shows a clip of a girl uh, who says she ain't going to shout or dance or whatever. And then all of a sudden he shows like three good looking churchmen. And then he says, listen, listen, you ain't got to do all that. All a woman will go after you if you are a God fearing man and you cry out loud in church, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts showing off his wife and everything. And it was it was pretty funny. It was pretty cool. Um, I, I give it to him uh, for that one. Um, I also talked to. A friend of mine um, who is struggling with um, just having men come into the church. Uh, churches are, especially African-American churches, are heavily filled with women. Um, and we're having a lot of problems with that in churches. What you have is you have a lot of African-American women who are in the church and want to worship God and, and live their lives right. And then um, they're stuck because they can't find a God-fearing man. So what do they do? They actually start dating men who aren't church going and they actually start uh, trying to be with that man, thinking that they can change that man, bring him to God, yada, yada, yada. And more likely than not, it does not end right. It does not end accordingly to what that woman thought that she was going to do. Um, in a lot of ways, um, that woman starts uh, pulling away from the church and going into 
the world, so to speak. Um, I've had a lot of uh, thought processes where I've been watching um, just on TV. I watched the BET Awards the other day. Um, and there was um, some mixture of Christianity in there, with, but also a lot of sin. Um, if you watch the BET Awards, you might have saw Cardi B look like she was pregnant again. And she had this big belly, but she was still uh, dancing provocatively and all this other stuff. And I was like, man, what is this world coming to? Um, there was a thing uh, recently where, um, what is her name? Monette, Monique. Monique, I think is is her name, the comedian, and I've never really liked her comedy, but she's kind of started getting more mature and wanted to kind of, I guess, lift up the black community. So she's been out there and she's been uh, putting people on blast for, you know, their choice of clothes and things in the community. Um, and there's been a lot of pushback from um, people. Uh, there's been a lot of pushback from people saying, hey, don't let us tell us what to do. Let us live our lives. We want to do this. We want to do that. And so that is why I am rambling. I come back to Romans 7 and listen, we are not good people. Everybody wants to think of themselves as good, but none of us, according to the Bible, um, are good. Um, our essence isn't good. Um, God is good. We are full of sin. We are full of uh, evil. And what is sin? Sin is anything that is against God, right? So if you're going against God and doing what you want to do, you are full of sin. And I think a lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people, particularly men, particularly men uh, in this world, don't want to be told that they cannot do something. They want to be able to do the things that they want to do. They want to be able to go out um, and enjoy life to whatever and enjoy whatever desire uh, that fulfills their whim, right? They want to just go ahead and do that. And that's a problem. That is a huge problem because what happens when people start doing the things that they want to do absent of God. Well, you start getting little things first coming into um, society that become acceptable. And I am not, um, you know, by any means closed minded or hateful or anything like that. In fact, I think I try to be as loving as possible and try to be as understanding and hear people's views. But it becomes dangerous when you start saying your view is valid and your view um, needs to be supported, right? That's where I stop. I'll listen to you. I'll try to understand you. And um, I'm not going to say you're right. I won't. I will not say you're right uh, when you're sitting up there trying to say that you want to do whatever you want to do because this is how God made you. God made us all, right? But God also gave us a plan for our lives. And not only that, but he gave us a, uh, for lack of better term, a rule book. He gave you something to follow. And if you say you don't want to follow that and God still loves you, you cannot be a Christian. That brings me to another rambling point. Look, this is anonymous rambles. This is all anonymous rambles, right? So I don't want you thinking that um, there isn't a point to this because everything that I'm rambling stemmed from Romans 7. This is stemming from Romans 7. We are all full of sin. 
um, not to uh, besmirch the point, but I also, um, if you have been following me, maybe you haven't listened to all my podcasts, but what do you mean? What do you mean? W, how do you say that? What do you mean? Um, the guy, uh, John, I forget his name, um, but what do you mean uh, has a, a very good um, podcast or YouTube page where he starts talking about um this is actually from years ago as well where he starts talking about atheist churches i didn't even know there was such a thing and i was like what they're atheist churches and he clowns them a little bit where he starts there are churches that meet every sunday that are godless churches and they they replace god with the world and they talk about you having one life to live and live your life to the fullest but they mimic the church environment and i'm seeing that a lot in the world why is it why is it that this world right now will take from Christianity the things that make them feel good and try to twist it and try to make it apply to what they want and then bash Christianity? You know why I think that is? I think it's because we are all trying to seek something we're all looking for something when we come into this world we're we're big detectives we're the greatest detectives we don't know anything about this world we've been inside of our mother's bellies for x amount of time and now we're finally get to see look and touch and feel and and there's so many colors there's so many sounds there's so many senses that are over rushing our body and we're confused but we 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 figure it out we figure it out we learn to to speak whatever language it is we learn to um touch and feel what brings us pleasure we learn to eat certain foods that that feel good to us or that build us up or that even break us down i can side note i can remember when my son was a baby i can remember when my son was a baby he would sleep in the car all the time i don't know if i told this story before but he would sleep in the car all the time and my wife and i would just always drive and we'd be driving and we'd be like oh you hungry yeah i'm hungry let's let's stop and get something to eat mind you my son is sleeping and we would pull over to drive through and he would immediately wake up whenever we got to a drive through and the first thing he would say is McDonald's McDonald's cuz he knew he loved that food and and he that would mean he wanted some right but he slept the whole time we could be driving 30 minutes an hour 2 hours whatever he would sleep the whole time in the car whenever is and it's not a stoplight and this was the weird thing i would stop at a stoplight he would still be asleep but as soon as we pulled up to a fast food restaurant. It didn't always have to be McDonald's, but it was like he smelled the food or something. He would immediately wake up and say, McDonald's? McDonald's? Before the person could say, you know, welcome to blank, whatever. May I take your order? Um, because he was conditioned to know uh, for whatever reason how I stopped or when I drove or whatever, you know, that that McDonald's was there. Um, we have the world teaches us things we're sinful guys we're full of the world our flesh is a part of the world and we will die but getting back to that what do you mean um john had a really uh really cool cool video about it and they were worshiping nature so to speak 
they were preaching about living your life to the fullest um and and some type of video that they showed that he uh, kind of attached in his um they were questioned about you know what was the draw in this and they sat up there and they started talking about um how christianity gets it wrong and we're fixing it and then isn't it amazing that when you watch the news when you watch different shows people start talking about how they're fixing something or, or they're making it better which is why it bothers me so much when i see a lot of christians bending to the public um bending to the public whim and what i mean by that is i was watching um not watching i was reading i actually was watching i was watching another youtube video i've never heard of this guy before um I, and i forget his name because this is a long long time ago um and he started talking about christian uh music not just any christian music but what we refer to as ccm that's contemporary christian music if you go to a white church um or if you yeah basically a white church uh they'll have that music which is uh historically actually was kind of created that sound was kind of created in the 60s right around that self-love movement you know a lot of those people uh they they strummed on their guitars and they sung i, I always think of um that geico commercial where the girl says if you say that's kind of like that that type of sound in ccm um but anyway um they uh they have kind of um fine-tuned and i hate that i hate that phrase but they have fine-tuned ccm to the point where you have to say uh, certain words and, and and phrase it a certain way and you're not really experimenting with the word of god uh the purpose is to make money and yes you want to make money with um your whatever your uh profession is you want to make money but you also want to stretch uh, I look at music, I look at poetry, I look at writing, I look at it all as an art form, comedy, all of it's an art form, and you're trying to get people to think about something, right? But in these, in this music, it's all starting to sound the same, CCM, it's all starting to blend together. It doesn't matter who the artist is, they're all, uh, the music is all starting to sound the same. No one's pushing the envelope, um, and I'm getting bored. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of different types of music. You, you, if you've listened to all of my podcasts, sometimes I'll do a little uh, Kurt Franklin-esque type stuff or um, things like that. I tend to uh, trend heavily towards Christian hip hop, but I'll even do some of the newer stuff, uh, some of the older stuff. I, I mix it up a little bit um, because I like different things. I even had acapella on here one time. I remember I did. Um, so I do mix it up. But the point is, um, we need to focus on God. I hate, I hate, hate, hate that we don't have enough brothers in the church. Um, I hate that there aren't many of us. Um, and when I look at the world, when I look at people around us um, who, or who live in the world and they're successful, I tend to look at myself. Um, and here's another side note. And I had a really deep discussion with my wife. Um, the other day and if you don't know um, I resigned my teaching position a couple of years ago because I wanted to start a business um, and uh, the business was was 
primed. I was, I was ready to rock and roll until COVID hit. And when COVID hit, um, I got really lazy. In fact, um, I sat on the couch in my man cave and I watched tons of TV. I would say maybe 16 hours out of the day, I was sitting on the couch watching movies. I say I broke Netflix. I watched Netflix. I watched Amazon Prime. Every show, uh, everything that you could possibly think of, I did. And after a while, um, my right arm started tingling. Um, I was doing nothing but sitting at a desk or sitting on the chair or sitting on the couch and my right arm started tingling and I had to go to the doctor and the doctor recommended physical therapy and when I went to physical therapy it was just like hey it's just because you're sitting around this happens COVID happened and people were just being lazy um, and uh, I haven't really gotten back to building up my business the way I originally wanted it pre-COVID. Um, I bought, I spent tons of money, um, almost bankrupt my family just because I had bought all this stuff thinking I was going to, uh, make moves with it and I never did. And so I had a nice long conversation with my wife and she, uh, referred to me as a little wishy-washy. And, um, you know, I, I think maybe she, uh, misphrased it a little bit, but, uh, going back to Romans 7, I think, you know, I wanted to do other things. I got sidetracked because I wanted to do other things. I wanted to be lazy, right? And my focus wasn't uh, on what the original goal was. And if you want to know a little bit more about my business, I'll just tell you. Um, it is a Christian-based business that focuses on family events, family social events. Um, I try to put together a... Uh, laser tag league amongst churches where youth groups get together um, and uh, we have a little bible study kind of and then it's usually based on like uh, war or warriors or things like that um, and then they compete against each other for prizes and they can uh, uh, challenge another church and things like that so it's like a six week to seven week program where every week we get together, have a little short Bible verse, and I try and throw in words like we are conquerors and things like that in the Bible, um, just to kind of motivate them, but also to preach God. And then they use the the laser tag guns to compete against each other. Um, and I also do family game nights, which is an outreach through churches, again, where we hold, hold family events, um, and we have like different activities uh, based on board games where people get together and they compete against each other um families compete against each other uh for prizes and you know bragging rights but it's an outreach event to get people coming more and more into the church um and as i spoke to uh, my friend about it he was saying hey listen you know um that's good and it does work uh we we like getting people um into our church but one of the focuses that we need to do is focus on our young college men uh, because they're more malleable, they're more open to hearing about Jesus, they're more open to hearing about God, and that is right, because um, even though I was born and grew up in the church, it wasn't until I got to college that I really was open to hearing about a lot of different things. That's when I first heard about the Hebrew Israelites, that's where I first heard about the Nation of Islam in more detail. And all these different groups on the college campus were coming to me and just trying to, uh, I don't know if recruit is the right word, but they were always sharing their thoughts. And I used to meet out on a quad with a lot of different groups and, and talk to them. Um, and after I looked at all of them, I decided that Christianity was the right way. And it, it may have been more of God revealing himself to me and saying, hey, none of those other things are true. Um, 
But whatever the reason cause is, um, to me, Christianity is the right way, is the only way, really. Um, and I follow Christianity and I was baptized uh, or what I consider my true baptism in 2001. Um, and my, when I told my mom, she was like, you already baptized when you were younger. Um, but I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything about Christianity. It was all about, you know, what my parents and everybody else was telling me what to do. I mean, I had no real understanding of baptism and any of that. So for me, um, when I was baptized at the age of 20, um, it was it was uh, real for me. Um, so when you go back to Romans 7, 14 through 24, I want you to read it again. Think about the things that it's saying. Um, it's saying a whole bunch of things. Um, but to me, it really looks as if like, you know, I am full of sin and I'm trying to do better, but I can't. The only way that I can is through Jesus Christ. And that's what this is all about. All right, guys, um, my rant is over. Uh, I, I kind of talked for a long time. I don't really know how long I talked. I don't even know if I, I'm not even going to edit this. I'm just going to let it keep playing. But I am going to play the extra song for you. Um, and then we're going to be out. All right. So I love you. Uh, take care. Email me crossdiscourse at gmail.com if you have any questions, thoughts, or anything on this matter. Peace. Heroes.